Well, your majesty, Sora thinks it might have been Riku. It's just a feeling I had. Well, if that's what you think, then it's probably right. You mean Riku's okay? If that's what you think. Uh, ho, ho, hearts. Come on, come on. <laughs> the cheeriest podcast is Kingdom Heartsiest Festivus Christmas Hilarious. Special. Yeah. It has nothing to do with Christmas. Woo! Well, it involves returning to a town that you haven't been to in a very long time. And you see your high school friends who you don't really like. You just kind of, kind of acknowledge their existence. And be, oh yeah, you. I'll hang out with you on here, but don't expect me to ever text you as soon as I'm gone. God. Uh, uh, Itanina drop kicked my soul this hard, but, uh, but here we are. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. At some point, you go and... Uh, break into an old mansion because there's nothing else to do. So <laughs> that about tracks with all my uh, Christmas visits home. Okay. Uh, Merry Heartsmas, listeners. Mayor, Mayor Crimbo, happy Heartmas. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's uh, coming, coming, coming in at you live on what I presume to be Christmas Eve. So. Mm-hmm. We hope that all of your celebrations are merry and your spirits bright. And if you don't celebrate Christmas, well, you got off easy, didn't you? <laughs> uh, but yeah, no. Uh, enjoy your time with your families. Uh, enjoy maybe 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 a little wrap. Some some exciting new games tomorrow. Ooh. Maybe you'll maybe you'll I don't know. I'm trying to think about, you know, maybe you'll just relax. Maybe, maybe you'll get to pet your, your pets mm. when you're home. I'm just thinking about, like, the good stuff of the holidays and not all the craziness that most people go through. But, ah, it's, it's good. It's good. We're all about the goodwill here. It's all about, yeah, it's... you know, connecting to hearts, mm. spreading the light. <laughs> And, uh, eating the fried duck. This is... What? What? All of a sudden, we're down to two party members. It's, uh... It's been a long journey. Yes, sir. But, uh, yeah. So, we have a very special gift for you. Ho, 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 ho. It's the plot! Surprise! It was... Oh no, we found it! Yay! <laughs> it it's was a Christmas that... miracle! Yeah. <laughs> it was that big gift that's been hanging behind the tree the whole time. You just didn't see it. You just got distracted by all the smaller gifts. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Kingdom Hearts 2. Kingdom Hearts in a nutshell, really. But, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of Kingdom Hearts gifts on the tree, I remember I got... Uh, uh, Kingdom Hearts 2.5 for Christmas 2014, I think. And it was like, it had been just enough time since mm-hmm. the last time I played. Like, 
maybe like three-ish years to where like I was starting to really miss it. Yeah. So I remember I got it that morning, obviously. And then we did the whole family thing. And then I got back around like eight o'clock because like we went to visit some other relatives. And then I just played it uh, all Christmas night. And I was like, this is this is what the season's about. <laughs> this but is I the always... true meaning of Crimbo. Pretty much. But I'm always hesitant to... Uh... Well, I guess that's the only time I've gotten a Kingdom Hearts game as a gift. But I was hesitant to ask. Just explain what, what it is that I'm asking for here. Because uh... usually I have to, like, tell my parents, like, oh, it's this game. Like, you'll notice it by this, like, describing the box art. So I was like, okay. Yeah. So it's gonna got, it's gonna have Mickey Mouse on the cover, and Donald and Goofy, and an anime protagonist. And anime voice, hair, yes. And a bunch of giant keys, and a creepy old man, and then, like, two mm-hmm. other people who look exactly like him. Y- y- you know what? Why don't you just give me a gift card? <laughs> <laughs> I'll just, I'll take care of this myself. I'll see myself out. <laughs> I'll let me do all the work, madam. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the only time I got Kingdom Hearts anything for, for Christmas. Although I remember when the game first came out, I had like my entire Christmas list decked out mm. in Kingdom Hearts. I wanted the <laughs> game. I wanted the strategy guide. I wanted all the like action figures that were advertised in the game's manual. Yeah. I wanted... I think that's... I think that's all they had in terms of merchandise back in the day, but... It sound, that yeah. sounds about right, yeah. Yeah. And I didn't get any of it, because I just didn't ask for some reason, but... <gasps> yeah. <laughs> what about you? Did you was... have any heartsy Christmas mornings? I'm trying to think right now. I might have gotten... Like, growing up, I, I, I want to say ev- I never got games unless it was, like, an event. I should say an event. Like, a celebration. Like, if it was yeah. a Christmas or it was a birthday. I want to say... This is, like, very vaguely, but I want to say most of my Kingdom Hearts games were probably Christmas gifts. So... Ooh. Yeah. Because so my, cause my, my birthday is in the middle of the year, so... Uh, <laughs> if anything came out in after July, it would it would it would become a Christmas gift basically. And gotcha. I feel like, yeah, uh, as a uh, as we know, fall is the where all the heavy hitters in the gaming industry decide to uh, drop their loads. So yeah, although now that yeah. I think about it, I feel like Kingdom Hearts doesn't really have a consistent release window. <laughs> Because the first two were in March. Mm-hmm. Um, Birth by Sleep, I want to say, was September. Because I remember like reading up and like watching a bunch of the cutscenes like around the same time that the school year started. I didn't mm-hmm. have a PSP at the time. DDD, I want to say, was like summer. Like maybe July? Maybe June? I'd have to mm. double check. And then three was January of all months. Yes, I mean I remember getting it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I think those were the only ones I. Uh, point two, I think it was November. I guess uh, that could the have air been a came Christmas out. I gift. believe so. Yeah, 
2.8, I mean. But oh, I 2. say 8. 2. <laughs> I, I want to say, yeah, it, it came out around that time. Um, yeah. Also, through the power of the internet, uh, Recoded came out in November. So, it, if you want to call that following that trend, it existed. And uh, 358 came out in May of 2009. So, not really. Okay. So, yeah, it doesn't, doesn't really, like, follow a set schedule. Like, yeah, whenever I think of, like, set schedule of games, I think of, yeah, uh, between September and December is when the AAA titles usually drop. Yep. Um, poke, because of, because I live and breathe Pokemon, Pokemon, yeah. I would say mainline releases are usually, like, sometimes they're late October, but usually I would say late October to middle slash end of November. Yeah, like for sure. Like, have always been middle of November. Maybe maybe a little bit before Thanksgiving, basically, in terms yeah. of release. But yeah. Basically, when you should be studying for exams, but instead you're playing Pokemon. Exactly. <laughs> it's like you've peered into my... As I said, like you've peered into my browser history. That's that's mm. not what I'm referring to. Even I dare not venture into such a dark place. Uh, but yeah. Speaking of entering into dark places, uh, this game, and where we last left off, which was Atlantica, which some might consider the darkest of places. <laughs> and if not, uh, we're about to go into literally the darkest of places. Yes. The so, literal realm of darkness. Exactly. Uh, but before that, we have a little, little bit of a follow-up to do from <laughs> episodes past. So... Mm-hmm. We had this whole talk about uh, using drive converter and jackpots and, um, you know, master form to kind of grind. Yes. And, and we got some, some numbers to follow up. We, we went to the lab, we did some testing, and I have some, some results to report on what exactly, you know, all the different uh, buffs are there. Mm. So, yeah, I did a bit of, bit of grinding this past session, one yeah. of which was Master, and I figured, okay, well, I've only got a couple more levels to get once we get the last form, which we may or may not to get to in this episode, but mm-hmm. I was like, alright, I should track this while I can still uh, level up Master form. So, okay, I have four tiers here, mm-hmm. and this is me and um, Candy Cane Lane in Halloween Town, yes. that is our control. So there's about, you know, three or four of the jackboxes and then the little search ghosties or whatever they're called, the candlelight ghosts, and then some Neo shadows. Mm -hmm. So my first one through, I didn't have any jackpots. Uh, I didn't have drive converter. Okay, I didn't have sweet memories equipped. I basically just had master form and nothing else. And I started with 600 experience, and I ended with 651. So I gained 51 experience uh, just clearing out all the Heartless there. And then occasionally using the Carousel, but I think that is very nominal in terms of actual drive orbs you get. Um, Yeah. (laughs) uh, Next up, I had no jackpot, uh, Mm -hmm. but I did switch to Sweet Memories, so I did have Drive Converter. Converter, and the results may shock you. <laughs> so, oh. I start. I started with six seventy one. I ended with seven o two. Now, for you mathematicians out there, who can do the math in your hands real quick, you'll know that means 
51 experience, which is the same exact number as the first time when I did have Drive Converter. What? How does that make sense? Oh, my God. Wild. So I think maybe those Heartless just don't drop money. I'm guessing because that's what I was what about they to converts. check. I know, so I know for a fact Neo Shadows only drop magic and nothing else. Okay, that checks out. Yeah, yeah, that's probably for it the, then. Yeah, for the nope, that's the wrong enemy. Jack in the box? Nope, that's a nope, that's a Kingdom Hearts Union boss. Let's uh, that's way in the future. Yeah. We, um. But yeah, I want to no. say they. I mean, you can keep spieling, but yeah, I, I feel like these enemies just don't drop money if if that's the case. Yeah. Ah! So then next time I equipped one jackpot, mm-hmm. and I kept drive converter, and went from seven hundred two experience to eight hundred seven. So that's a hundred and five. So it almost it it more than doubled. Um, okay. So drive converter does convert money dropped like extra money money from um jackpot. Yeah. And then the third time, I quit my second jackpot because I have one naturally, and then I have Wishing Lamp. Um, and this time, I had 800, 807 XP, and then I ended with 936, which is 130, or 129, I guess, XP. So, like, a pretty decent bump, even from last time. So, okay. yeah, I went from 51 to 130, so more than double the amount you can gain. So, if you want to grind Master... Do everything I just did. Equip sweet memories, uh, equip wishing lamp, and then equip an extra jackpot if you have it. Because, mm. yeah, you'll do it uh, more than twice as fast, and all your dreams will come true. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Just double-checking these stats super quickly. And, hmm. Let me check. I'm checking the candle uh uh, so the uh, the Christmas Town version of the box enemy is I just had it up. Toy Soldier. Toy Soldier. Toy Soldier. Yeah, yeah, they don't drop any money, so that understandably. And yeah, if you came across any of the trick ghosts, the trick ghosts do drop a little money, but not a whole mm. lot. So um, interesting. Now we know. Question. I mean. The science is done, at least. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, just a little follow-up on there for burr, some burr, of them pro-grinding tips. We may have a couple more this episode, but stay tuned. Exactly, um, yeah. But, uh, when I... And my, my research is much, much on the smaller side, but yeah. I, re- I just kind of realized, uh, and I primarily grind in Radiant Garden, right outside the... Yeah. Uh, restoration committee thing we always teleport to the borough right outside the borough yeah uh, and just be at the bookmasters and i realized so because they drop money and drive orbs i kept being like oh it's not converting all the money and then i, I realized that sometimes they just like they already drop drive orbs to begin with and then that money that they drop gets turned into a portion when you have drive converter on but it's never a 100 percent conversion yeah. yeah it's always weird and then i i did i did some i like dug on forums and stuff and read the wiki and whatnot uh the like the very slap pasted version is um sweet memories gives you one 
drive converter, uh, half of money should be converted into drive orbs. Then, right. depending on what you picked up, you'll get drive converter as an ability at some point in your lifespan. Uh, if you picked the Dream Rod, it sucks to suck because you have to wait until level 99. It is literally one of your last abilities. Oh, that's not very useful at all, now is it? Exactly. It's like you're almost done with the game at that point. Mm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, so two equipped will bring you to 75. And apparently, uh, I don't know why, uh, I'm not sure if this is intentional or just because game code, if you have two drive converter equipped, well, you know, one equipped, sweet memories on, basically, and you have a summon active, uh, for some reason, the conversion rate should be 87.5 into drive orbs. Hmm. Don't know what the summon does intentionally or unintentionally to do that, but... Sounds needlessly complex. Yeah. Um, I guess, eh, I guess, yeah, I guess drive warps affect the summon gauge, so maybe that's why they, like, modified that's it. My, that's my first thought. Do we get additional drive orbs by being in, uh, being, like, oh, summon active or on the field, whatever you prefer to call it? Yeah. Hmm. We just get extra orbies that way. But also, that would, that would mean extra money, because it's still money being converted into drive orbs, not just extra dry mm. orbs. Uh, yeah. And now my head hurts thinking about this. Hmm. Alrighty. Well, there's your uh, your math lesson for the, yeah. for the episode. Happy holidays. Yeah. <laughs> Fun with numbers. <laughs> mm-hmm. But we've got our own sleigh ride to partake in through beep, the beep, wonderful beep. world of the assault on the dreadnought. Uh, yay! Ho, ho, yeah. ho! No! Looks like I took a wrong turn at Albuquerque! Yeah. Uh, have you ever just wanted to play Star Wars? This is the coming route for you. <laughs> Pretty much. So. It... Oh. My question right off the bat is okay, so mm-hmm. we got another gummy route to get to Twilight Town. Yes, the final but one. Like, uh-huh. Yes. But why? <laughs> Like, this is another one of those cases where, like, the gummy routes and the plot just, like, butting heads. Like, Mm -hmm. what happened to Twilight Town to, like, trap it behind a whole new gummy route, even though we've already been to this world? Like, did the organization Mm -hmm. just summon all of these nobody ships? Like, I guess that makes the most sense, but then, like, there's just never any acknowledgement and any cutscenes of, like, assemble the fleet, we cannot let them pass. But also, wouldn't you want them to, you know, get closer? I don't know. <laughs> and, like, uh, like where where is the infrastructure for all these giant spaceships? Like, who's making these? Where are they coming from? What purpose do they serve? Don't question it. What does the giant Death Star laser do aside from kill everyone whose hearts you need? Like, ugh, just none of it makes sense. <laughs> but it sure looks cool, so I guess that's all it, that matters. Uh, Rule of cool. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's uh. a it's such an interesting, very fun gummy route. It'll definitely test your skills to a certain degree. Um, yeah, it's definitely the most of, fun of the bunch. I will definitely. say that. 
there's a there's a bunch of stuff to shoot at. There's a bunch of stuff to interact with. Um, like I was about to say the pod bay doors, but just like the regular bay doors, you have to shoot. Um, and there's 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 the wonderful rule of three. Um, but also they get progressively more interesting and harder. Like first, it's just shoot it and you'll get through. The second, they'll close on you. The third is a combination of both. Um, yeah, uh, as annoying as that can be, I think it's one of my favorite parts. There's just a big giant. Core. Oh, it's so stressful. <laughs> like this whole route is just struggling to try to keep your metal level at like any sort of you know yes. high number because <laughs> like so many things will just hit you and then yeah when you hit those trap doors like if you're not fast enough you're just gonna crash into them and there goes your <laughs> score there goes your score again there it goes again <laughs> exactly <laughs> it's definitely in my eyes it's the most interesting I should say it's the most engaging part it's and so just very different from everything we've done. In the past, yes. like I think of the giant pirate yeah. ship, I think of, uh, I literally have like the heartless thing up in front of me. Um, is it the big wheel? I, I keep exactly. I keep wanting to call it big wheel, Reaper's wheel for all the nerds out there. But I, I yeah, big wheel because Final Fantasy reference here. Yeah. Um, but yes, uh, apparently the uh, big giant uh, towers in the sky are called cruisers. Um, and even though we can't kill them, they're still nobody ships, technically. At least as, as the game identifies them. So Well, it's weird, because you can shoot them, and they, like, flash like they're taking damage. Mm-hmm. But you just can't destroy them. Um, uh, I'm just double-checking now, because now I'm very nervous that I've said the wrong thing. Um, a cruiser, mini cruiser, or two combatant routes of nobody ships that appear in Souls of the Dreadnought. They don't attack, but large cruisers uh, do drop treasure when defeated. Mm. Interesting. What are their? What's your? I'm just really, I'm just really like comparing HP to like uh, the Nighthead is apparently like the blue dude that shows up all the time. I'm just looking at like the HP numbers to see what the difference is between uh, the big chunky wungy. And then the little dude, because this is very interesting. Okay, so the cruiser, I, I would assume it has the most HP of any ship in the game, is a straight 10,000. Oh. And the most common enemy in the game has 80. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. That's a lot. <laughs> uh, make yourself uh, a patented death cube, as I prefer to call it, which is yep. just a gummy ship with an engine and a bajillion guns, and see if you can take down a cruiser. But apparently they yep. do drop treasure, so interesting. Oh, that's neat. I never knew that. The more you know. I'll take it. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, yeah, it's cool. It's fun. Um, I don't have much else to say other than I so am confused by its existence. But I guess speaking of can it be destroyed, what is the purpose of that big death core? <laughs> no and in fact while well, i'm navigating i'm trying trying to find info on it right now um while i do that my first question is uh big laser why yeah like i was like tempting fate uh during this last playthrough and um i like was hovering uh, like as far as i could uh mm-hmm. below the screen to try to get into the laser's way but no it can't hit you it's just there to show off and nothing else and then as soon as it fires you're done and it's like okay it's oh, just wow. basically like just like a big theme park ride of like oh no we, we almost got like a 
the Jurassic Park ride. Like at the very end, there's a big T Rex that, rah! but like that's a theme. We're almost Eden. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's basically with that. Like, oh, I got a scare, but no, we're all safe. <laughs> got you. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, no, speak. Actually, uh, I, I take back my word, apparently. The cruiser is not the strongest gummy ship or enemy, what? I would say. It's is it the, the core. core? Yeah. I guess the cruiser is the biggest ship in terms of HP. It has 10,000 health. The core has 10 times that. It has 100,000 HP. Oh my god. Yeah. Who could um, stop it? Exactly. Core, yeah, core does not attack, but is surrounded by various nobody ships. Uh, What happens at the end of the mission is determined by whether the core is destroyed or not. If the core shield appears before the player can destroy it, Fires a giant laser at the bottom of the screen, as we just talked about. If the core is destroyed, the Dreadnought explodes in a massive fireball. Oh, I've never seen that, because I've never bothered with the gummy ship. <laughs> but exactly. it's tempting. I definitely but... will go back before we finish KH2 and see if I can destroy the core at some point. It's my destiny now. Use the force. Do it. Uh, I'm sorry if cool. I'm talking, Peter. I'll use no lock-ons. Just attack gummies. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yep, you complete the route. Yay! And you get Woo! to go back to Twilight Town. Yay. <laughs> and then, like, so immediately, you drop in, and they show up at the train station. Mm-hmm. And they're just waltzing about. Like, it's no big deal. Like, never mind, we just fought, like, had the greatest fight of our lives with this, like, epic <laughs> space opera battle. They're just like, oh, where's where we park? <laughs> Apparently um, the train station. <laughs> yeah. And they're just as surprised to be back in the plot as we are, because they're mm. literally just wandering around aimlessly at this point, and even they're confused about why they're there, because Goofy's like, hey, I think we're getting close. And Donald Goofy, or sorry, Goofy, Donald, are like, uh, the hell are you talking about? We're just, we're just here to do some shopping. And he's like, gosh, yeah. aren't we here because of the picture? It's like, Oh! Picture? Yeah, that picture that we found, like, 15 hours ago. Exactly. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I guess we should follow up on that. Now, for some reason, even though we could have done that literally the entire time, but no, now is the month to strike. Even though now the the ice cream has melted into a (laughs) a sad puddle. (laughs) (laughs) Well... Uh, what, what I was I was trying to meme on the oh oh but there but first there were two Twilight Towns and then an entire entire Starfleet was in the way so technically we couldn't get back but uh sure Goofy sure yeah it's it's a lot <laughs> I guess it makes sense to mention it because it has been since the middle of the plot that we last saw this picture but yeah, but like a... the cutscene suggests that even they completely forgot about it. So it's like, mm-hmm. well, yeah, what are you doing here? Because clearly none of you talked about, let's go follow up that picture. Goofy was just thinking it. He never said yeah. it. And then like the two of them are also surprised. Like, oh, uh, yeah, yeah, that's why we're here. To, to, to find the picture. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, dun, it drives dun, me crazy. Dun, 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 but dun, dun, whatever. Dun, dun, we gotta get back to the plot dun, dun, somehow. So just... So just accept it. Yep. <laughs> uh, so, yep. Uh, we get out, and oh no, baddies are here. There's nobodies everywhere. So, yeah. looks like Roxas' final day. 
uh, it's not safe to go out there alone. Um, so yeah, mm. you're back in Twilight Town proper. And, um, yeah, you could have visited at any point earlier. Uh, we just didn't. But yeah, now that you're back, there are a few extra goodies. Uh, there's the underground concourse, which yes. has a few extra stickers and treasures. And oh, then yeah, make your way through there. Yeah, Bunch and the same things. for Sunset Terrace, which will also have a few collectibles to snag, and also a few uh, bumbling mushroom organization 13 Heartless. Well, I don't know why, but there's like three of them in Twilight Town for some reason. <laughs> yeah, I, I haven't bumped into any yet, but I knew that there were a few here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, uh, luckily, I have not encountered them yet. I have not. Yeah. <laughs> My life think, is not forfeit as of yet, and for, for for better and for worse. I think Twilight Town might have the most missions, aside from Olympus Coliseum, because it's got all the jobs to redo. Yeah. It's got three Mushroom Heartless. It's got the Lingering Will. It's got... I think that might it, be it. But there's that's, so many jobs. It's so annoying. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I mean, we'll find out when we do our, our re- reunion tour. Yeah. But, yeah. There's a, there's nobodies and there's also nobody, so. Yep, pretty much. Um, so yeah, I was you know knocking out a few nobodies along the way naturally, and I noticed this exploit slash feature slash I don't know why uh-huh. it does this, but when you use magnet, it instantly combos into a finisher. So like I popped magnet on a nobody and then pressed X and I would. Just use explosion immediately, Interesting. even though I have a three-hit combo. And then uh-huh. when I didn't use magnet, just to test, uh, I did my combo, and yeah, it was three hits and then explosion. I think I had one combo plus on, but yeah, apparently, magnet just instantly procs your finisher. So give it a try. It's very, very effective actually, because you scoop them up yeah. and you just instantly obliterate them with explosion, and it's pretty much just one shots everything. So yeah, especially that, that cool. we have explosion. Interesting. Yeah, I I mean I'm sure I've done it before. I just never really registered that that was a thing that was happening. So yeah, and I, I tried looking it up too, and no one really had anything to say about it. So I'm like, what's what's going on here? What's going this on here, Shanae? Yeah, but yeah, that was my cool discovery for the for uh, the visit. Okay. On that. Just going around trying to scoop up any stickers that you can, but... Yeah, most stuff's going to be underground. There are... Yeah. <laughs> it happens every single time, but when you go through the woods, uh, or the mysterious woods, I think technically is the area name, to get to the mansion, there are, like, several chests hiding behind trees, and they're, they're all... They're pretty nefarious. Er- yeah, they're early... They're all early game things, but we never... A, a very similar to... Yep. Oh, I can't think of one particular world right now. A beast. It always reminds me of Beast's Castle. You don't go into the courtyard. Well, mm-hmm. the story never takes you there, but you can and you should go there. Same with the woods in Twilight Town. You can come here, I believe, potentially when you regain Sora's body, but then the game just teleports you to the usual spot or you know, teleports you to downtown Twilight Town. But you yep. theoretically can come back here, but yeah, it's always like, oh yeah! moments um yeah exactly so once we get through those woods we enter the mysterious mansion oh no and we find hannah and the gang dead 
<laughs> oh no! All are are gone. <laughs> Their lives. Uh, who are these all guys? All gone. Guys? <laughs> yeah, so they're out here trying to put up a fight, um, and apparently they're also searching for Kyrie. She's our friend too, you know. Oh, right. I guess I forgot. <laughs> I, I, well, I, I won't talk anymore about that, but I think last, I think even last time we came back to Twilight Town, we memed on, um, I met Kyrie for five seconds, but if anything happened to her, I'd kill everybody in this room and then myself. I mean, essentially, but, yes. But, but, but instead of Tanner Penson, what talking about Kyrie? Yeah, no, they're going through quite the lengths to, uh, save this girl who they had just known, which I guess that's an, it's an admirable trait, but a little a little misguided. Uh, you, yeah. you kids are just a bunch of chumps. You're way in over your heads. Um, but yeah, we get to discuss in this whole conspiracy theory of a second Twilight Town, because... Well, a lot? Olette has her Etsy store, and everything is custom-made, and she's only made one of those pouches. So, wherever <laughs> you got it from, is clearly some sort of parallel dimension scenario here. That's the only thing... <laughs> That explains this. <laughs> That's the only thing that explains why there's a second pouch that looks just like mine. Hmm. And they all just kind of roll with it. They're like, yeah, no, that checks out. And I'm sure the mansion is the nexus of realities. <laughs> Let's do exactly. it. Exactly. Oh, God. It's a... <laughs> I, was, I was trying to pay attention to this scene. So... <sighs> they're... Cl- in, 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 without scrutinizing and like memeing on it they, they do have some i mean mind you they're they're still dumb kids they're teenagers but yes they reference the pouch being the same the crystal being is the same as the trophy crystals and those are also one of a kind mm-hmm. I, in, in terms of twilight town i guess i'll limit that sphere of reality but so they they have they have a, a breadcrumb trail leading them in a certain direction but their conclusion is Oh yeah, there must be a mirror dimension in our town somewhere. Um, yeah. Okay. It just, it just feels like quite a few logical leaps were made at this point. Like if they had sprinkled yeah. it out a little more, like maybe that they all started dreaming of Roxas or something, or like yeah, or I don't just even the know. fact that yeah, the mansion's the creepiest mother effing place in town. And, I mean, and mind you, it was as Roxas, but, like, the Seven Wonders of Twilight Town, ooh. Maybe the mansion in the real Twilight Town is still, like, this weird point of contention. So it's like, we've looked everywhere for this random, like, twi- like mirror dimension or parallel Twilight Town, but we can't seem to find it. Maybe the mansion had the answers, as opposed to, we know it's a separate town. Could have yeah. worked a little better. <laughs> yeah, like, all the setup for this whole get us to the final world is a bit sloppy because guess who else is here it's michael j mouse watch out <laughs> whoa and suddenly it's me <laughs> yeah he just eats it and everyone applauds and yeah we're all dead inside uh, enough introductions time for a fight <laughs> so got another mob fight with a bunch of nobodies <clears throat> But Mickey's time. here, so that changes everything, yeah. right? He's at your side instead of, you know, trying to save your sorry ass. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think, um, <coughs> I think this is the only time you actually fight next to Mickey. Correct. Because he um... just scatters off 
for the rest of the game, basically. Just always running Correct. ahead like a jerk. <laughs> yeah, I'm, tr I'm trying to think in the last world if there's any uh, mob fights with Mickey, but he also kind of mm -hmm. uh, leaves you in the just, dust very shortly after. Goes and so. does his own thing, yeah. yeah exactly, um, yeah. There's one, there's one point where uh, something we're, we're going to get to in this episode happens, and Mickey's nowhere to be found, but then yeah. the following cutscene yeah. or the following area, he's like, I'm still here! <laughs> yeah, he's just a shady little bastard. He shows up when he when it's convenient for him. Yeah. So yeah, it's just a fight. But I don't know. I thought it'd be cool if they like gave us a like a Mickey reaction command, kind of like yeah. how Hercules does his thing, even though he's not a exactly. party member. You know, like and, and Minnie, she has her whole little thing with the light spell, her faith, I think it's called. So yes, that felt like a miss because you know they've been building up to like fighting with Mickey the whole game basically, but he just. Does his own thing, and like you just do your own thing, and then suddenly the fight's over before it even started, yeah. and that's that's that. Oh. Yeah, it's pretty minute. There's like dusks and samurais, which I like yeah, very samurais, basic nobodies. but we've also seen samurais the entirety yeah. of this this visit so far. But yeah, yeah. So uh, you get a lucky lucky for Donald for your reward. So that's pretty Yeehaw. nice. Um, and yeah. Mickey's here because he thinks Ansem, the real Ansem, is in the Organization 13's homeworld. And, uh, yeah, I guess we can save Kyrie too while we're there. Sure. Basically. <laughs> <laughs> Two parts and one stone. Yeah. So everyone's just carpooling to the, the alternate Twilight Town. It's great. Um, but meanwhile, Sora is here to interrogate the king about Riku's whereabouts. <laughs> and Mickey just immediately shuts him down again and he says gosh I can't Sora I'd break a promise you break a promise so that means you made a promise to Riku that means he's oh, alive God. he's really alive <laughs> and Mickey's like if that's what you think <laughs> yes uh, so uh, because I'm an idiot with my own notes, I was going through, like, right before we started, and I was like, I have to redo specifically this part. I wasn't happy with what I did. So, and I'm my own worst critic. So I went back and I watched it, and I was like, Mickey is just straight gaslighting. Like, Sora's like, I know he's yeah. alive. I can feel it in my heart. And Mickey's like, well, if you think so, yeah. then I'm sure he is, Sora. Like, <laughs> my guy! You're like emotionally traumatizing this child at this point like is your damn promise that important <laughs> he's such a Apparently. <laughs> also like why would you say oh i can't i'd be breaking a promise like okay so you just told us you made a promise to riku and then the next time you talk to him like when you're on the field and you just talk to him and it's a text box he just straight up acknowledges riku like i forget what he says exactly but he says something like gosh riku's gonna be so mad at me for breaking my promise yes so it's he's like he's directly in front of the mansion you can talk to yeah him. Yep. like the cat's completely out of the bag but then even later he tries to like walk it back like oh i, I don't know i don't know any rikus <laughs> who are you talking about i only know uh tiku <laughs> Oh my god! I you mean Riku with two Ks, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I uh I have an image in my mind of uh, uh, Imajura's mask when you heal from being Deku Link, 
and Happy Mask Salesman grabs Young Link and holds him in the air and just yes. shakes the ever living. You little bastard! Out of him. Tell me everything you know. <laughs> exactly, but Sora and Mickey. I've had enough of your shit. <laughs> I mean, yeah, essentially, we're all thinking it. Um, yeah. So apparently, Riku's just this wellspring of knowledge because then he tells Mickey all of his intel, and that's how Mickey knows. So, yeah. Yep. Why he doesn't just, you know, add Sora to the chain of command. I don't know. But whatever. But there's one thing Riku doesn't know, and that's why. Why do you have the (laughs) Keyblade? So, yeah. We're in the mansion. And, yep. You could go and get some goodies. Uh, I did. uh, When you go into the left um, room with the broken table, there's some gamblers. And I happened with with Donald's newfound Lucky Lucky. I got a nobody guard for for Goofy. So that's exciting. Nice. Honestly, I never really liked the design. It's pretty boring to me. But it's always fun when the enemies drop their weapons. Exactly. I mean, we we talked about that during um, the end of Cage 1. It's just because mm-hmm. you're especially so you're so used to buying stuff, and I think once we get to the next world, we buy the last of the purchasable items uh, for yep. the boys. But uh, but yeah, it's a uh, at least pretty appreciated here at the end of the day that like oh these these still exist you can get them. Um, yeah, I don't exactly. I don't think their drop rates are egregious. I I think we we complained about um, yeah. Wizard Wand and Defender Shield last time, even though uh, actually they're they're not too bad in Final Mix, at least. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Um, so yeah, explore some bits in the mansion, because once again you probably haven't visited here. And also, yep. I would just like to say, like, I mean, we may have talked about this in Roxas's episodes, but, um, one, there's a unicorn motif going on. Yes. And two, uh, in terms of areas that I've always wanted to visit, but the boundaries simply don't let you, the backyard of the mansion. Uh, what I, a place I to be. Gonna go there. So close, yet so far. <laughs> I want to go there. It's it's the location of Kingdom Hearts. That's where it's found. <laughs> <laughs> that's, why we, that's why we can't. That's why the series hasn't ended yet. We haven't gone to the backyard. Yeah. I know it's there. Square, let me back there. <laughs> um, so yeah, you can also explore uh, Nominee's White Room, which, if you look at the command menu, it's like a Castle Oblivion theme, so that's fun. Um, so yeah, lots yeah. of little goodies. Uh, but yeah, make your way back to the computer room, where we saw Roxas uh, doing a bunch of collateral damage. Um, mm-hmm. And they decide, this is it. This must be where the other Twilight Town is. We can access exactly. it through this supercomputer. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, I, and Sora does run up to the computer, and my first thought was, no, 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 no. Just please stay back. This idiot. But then for some reason, I guess Pence is the computer whiz amongst the group. I can, like, yeah, yeah, I can yeah. see that. Yeah, like, Hayner is brash and, like, strong. Uh, Pence is kind of a, a little chunker. He's, like, the smart one. Olette is the girl of the group. Roxas <laughs> may or may not exist. Conspiracy yeah. theory here. Pepe Silvio on the walls. Yada, yada, yada. Yeah. Yeah. 
whatever. Again, he's just here to move that there plot along. Mm-hmm. And he decides, oh no, uh, there's a password. I can't get in. Good thing he didn't use two-factor authentication, am I right? We'd be here forever. (laughs) Oh, my God. And then Mickey just pulls it completely out of his ass. Password? Or, no, they, like, look at the picture and they decide, oh, the ice cream, that must be it, right? Yeah, Goofy Goofy mentions it. The ice cream, the Donald ate. Because, to be fair, the picture leads into the mansion and then the ice cream was in the box. Right. Um, the mystical ice cream that can not, apparently not melt, even though they technically were in the realm of darkness for, like, probably a minute or two. Yeah. But whatever. Yeah. But Mickey chimes in, that's right, and some of the wise loved ice cream. <laughs> so, but what was that flavor? Hmm, salty, yet sweet. Yet sweet. <laughs> God. And then Pence really wants us to know, hey, listen, if you fuck this password up, it's it's over. The, the, the system's shutting down. It's going to be a self-destruct sequence. So, like, you only have one shot. So make sure you know exactly what this is. Except you only have three options. And then if you choose the wrong one, it just immediately kicks you out of the text. But then you can just try again. So, really, there's exactly. no point to this at all. <laughs> Fun fact, it's sea salt. Uh, yeah. Yep. I, I, did, I did kind of think, because we... Uh, we've, uh, we pointed it out. Scrooge has his not even C plot, not even D plot. I'm gonna call it E plot. Of yep. I gotta create this ice cream from my youth. And my first thought was like, would I even remember the flavor without Scrooge's dumb little side plot, side quest? And I think the answer is yes. So you'd still remember because we see Axel and Rox eat it constantly in the flashbacks during Rox's tutorial. Um, and there's enough of rocks in the gang eating it. I think it kind of sticks in your head. And also the options are like sky something ice cream and then some like weirdo out of it the sealed. Like something pepper. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's not an awful. It's, it's Just a little awful. obvious. Yeah, definitely. I think Scrooge's little plot and then the ice cream that, that Riku gives us is meant to just like... Hey, don't, this is it's a like a plot thread. Like this will be important later. Why don't you don't you remember? Don't you forget? Come on, come on. Yeah, just but like, I think it's still easy enough to remember. The prominence of the ice cream in the plot is just so weird. <laughs> oh yeah, like, uh, <laughs> like why is it a thing? But also like, it's weird because it's a Twilight Town thing, and like that's all fine for it to like be like the Twilight Town gang's little bonding moment. Yeah, but then like. It transcends worlds. <laughs> yeah. And it, Scrooge it, is trying uh, to recreate it from his youth, and then it, it makes its way into the realm of darkness, and now it's it's Ansem's passcode to his wealth of knowledge. So it's like, why is there so much prominence on the ice cream? <laughs> What's so good about this goddamn ice cream? Oh, I got right. to know. Um, I don't know if we talked about this, but um, I know the reason why the ice cream is in the game is because uh, it may have been Tetsuya Nomura or someone high up. Just they got, I think it was a tree at Disneyland, maybe like Disneyland, mm. uh, Japan. Um, and they just really liked it. That was really tasty. And they were like, this, this is it right here. <laughs> um, and you know, I can't say uh, what I've ever had a sea salt ice cream. But I, I have seen I'm recipes sure for it because tasty. of Cage too, but oh, it's not sure. like, out in the wild. 
Yeah. Can't just buy it at Trader Joe's, unfortunately. And also, like, I mean, to be fair, I guess popsicles are ice cream, but it is a popsicle. Yeah. Not really <laughs> ice cream, although, eh, that's, I think that's up to you to interpret it. But, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, ice cream, ice cream here. And, 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 and I won't mention anything specifically, but also transcends, like, in the future of the series. And technically the past, because some of these yep. future games are prequels, but yeah. And uh, now I'm getting horrible anxiety, so let's stop talking about the ice cream. Yeah, no, the ice cream is... The ice cream is the key to all of this. It's the ice cream is strong with this one. <laughs> um. So yeah, we figure out the ice cream, but wait, don't you take that mysterious portal with no guarantee of safety on the other side yet? Yeah, um, don't. You're gonna want to do a little bit more exploring. You're gonna want to go down that there corridor to go into the pod rooms to get a few extra chests, one of which is Ultimate Recipe. <gasps> dun, I wonder dun, what dun. this makes. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's really cool that, you know, the Ultimate Recipe is basically where you started the game. It's a neat, mm-hmm. neat little uh, wraparound. Um, yeah, yeah, I've always liked that. It's just, uh, you tend to forget it's there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and you'll get a few little sticky poos, and it's it's all great. You did it. You, you, you opened at the close. Congratulations. Yeah. <clears throat> so, oh, and the <laughs> I can't remember if it was in the lab or um in the pod. I think it's just in the lab, but mm. there's like a monitor that you could view, and like the text boxes. Hmm, it looks like someone's vitals are displayed on this or something like that. Yeah, and it's just clearly Sora's silhouette. <laughs> it's like, hmm, God. who could this be? Looks oh my so God, familiar. the <laughs> Attack of the clones. Uh, yeah. yeah, like I don't know why that would be there, especially because, damn it, it's his silhouette of him in his KH two outfit. So like, you wouldn't have that while he was in the pod. <laughs> uh, let's not get into it. Um. <laughs> So yeah, we go into the teleportation device, and everyone's like, don't forget about us, we love you, be safe, we'll take care of this Twilight Town, and we're like, okay, bye, hope we never see you again, losers. (laughs) Um, Unfortunately, we don't come out the other end as some sort of horribly disfigured, transporter-morphed homunculus. (laughs) Thank goodness. Uh, Fly rules do not apply here. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, we're all safe at sound, but we're in the nether twilight town, because Sora, he can feel it. This is the other Roxas twilight town. Roxas' twilight town. Roxas' twilight town. <laughs> and good, <laughs> the comedic timing of this, I shouldn't, I shouldn't say comedic, the, un, the unfortunate timing of this, is, as Sora says that, he looks over to the smashed computer yep. that we, we destroyed at the end of Roxas' soccer. Yep, and then it just cuts to him. He just sees a phantom of him going absolute ham. Yeah, it's like... It it fills my heart with joy. That's like his fleeting image of Roxas. Like, that's the last thing he remembers him by. Just, like, losing his shit. Roxas, (laughs) what a soul. Gone too soon. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I do not want to install any updates. Thank you. I just want a free upgrade to Windows 11. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we're in the other Twilight Town. 
But there's some sort of mysterious force that keeps us from going anywhere besides the two rooms that we have because they didn't want to model them, I guess. Exactly. (laughs) Something's not right here. Something's keeping us in this room. Yeah. Maybe we should go to the other room, Sora. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's a little weird, but understandable. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Also because Data, Data Twilight Town, whatever you prefer to call it, it looks exactly, besides the Smash computer, it looks just like regular Twilight Town, so. Yep. I can imagine being, especially as dumb kids, being stuck in here if they, if we were allowed to venture off. And so like, no, 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 yeah. no, no. Guardrails up. Go this way. Exactly. No gutter balls today. Um, And then you just randomly get answer report 10 for your Woo! travels. And you also unlock the Twilight Thorn journal entry. For some reason, but it's Weird. there. <laughs> um, so yeah, make your way forward, and you'll go through that there portal to the whatever. <laughs> yeah, uh, this always confused me, up until probably the like playthrough before this one. I always forgot that in Roxas's playthrough, he goes through this portal and comes out in the real world, I believe. And then he has his fight with Axel and then goes to meld with Sora, basically. Yeah. Um, so this, yeah, this always confused me. Um, and also, uh, because game design, uh, this time the portal is for some reason a big, under not really underwater tube uh, full of nobody sigils. Yeah, it's another one of those things where, like, is this something, like, the organization created? Because, yeah, it's got the nobody symbols all over it. Is it, like, some sort of exactly. weird teleportation corridor? Or is this just a natural part of, like, connecting Twilight Town to the Realm of Darkness? Ugh, that makes my head hurt even more. Exactly. And uh, anime glasses moments is... Ugh, I'm pretty sure Twilight Town... Ex- like, every world exists in a realm... And I'm pretty sure, and I don't want to look this up right now, and I'll correct, I'll research and correct myself next episode of Navy, but I believe Twilight Town is a <clears throat> realm of Twilight world. I think it's the realm of in-between, if I'm yeah. not mistaken. One of um, those, I'll correct us next episode, if need be. Um, I'm pretty sure the answer reports get into it, so we can just yeah okay. hold off Woo! until we go through those. Um, Less work for me, thank God. Yeah, so, yeah, we're here, and someone else is here, it's Axel! Yay! Um, And he's turned face again, (laughs) so he's, like, kind of on our side, and he just shows up, and he's like, I'm on your side now, hurry, run, go save Kyrie, I'm sorry! (laughs) And Sora just... Yeah, Sword just takes everything he says at face value, and he just immediately decides uh, whatever this guy has to say is important, um, so let's kill all these nobodies so I can eat him out. And he, like, swats a nobody away and says, or I forget what he says exactly, but he's like, leave us alone, or get out of our way. And like It's, just like, a, it's, it, it's leave us alone, yeah. Yeah, and so he's, like, just immediately on, like, in Axel's corner, <laughs> like, trying to protect him and, like, talk to him, which I guess is, you know, part of his, you know, redeeming qualities. He sees the good in everyone, literally everyone. 
Um, but like last time you saw this guy, you were super pissed at him because he kidnapped Kyrie and like, yeah. And now you see him and he's like, just says sorry. I don't even think he apologized. Maybe he did. But yeah, he, 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 just... he does apologize because, uh, and I'm also now I'm, um, I mentioned this before. I'm doing it on the fly. I'm uh, taking out the magnifying glass and I'm following Kyrie's tracks because she <laughs> changes hands behind the scenes like two to three times over the course of KH2. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, yeah, so Axe was kind of on our side, so much like Mickey, we get to fight alongside him. Except uh, Mickey's nowhere to be seen. And now there's all Goofy. Exactly. I guess they all just kind of ran off, even though there's there's nothing. There's nowhere to go here. There's nowhere to hide. They're just gone. <laughs> yeah, it's not, it's not the Battle of a Thousand Heartless where Goofy and Donald run off to basically take care of other Heartless, theoretically. They just mm-hmm. don't exist, so you get to fight with Axel. They, yep, they just disappear for some reason. Um, mm. So yeah, not a nobody fight. Um, I spam that they're a trick, and that pretty much took care of everyone. Yeah. But oh no, even though we just killed them all, it's still on no, because there's more! Oh no! If only mm-hmm. someone had some sort of noble, self-sacrificing final move... I could clear out the entire room. But where will we get one of those at such a last minute? Axel, what are you doing? Axel, no! No! I was just <laughs> kidding! No! You think that's cool? Yeah! Watch this. And, yeah, that's that. Uh, what is it? Overheat Pokemon is basically what he just yes. did. <laughs> exactly. Or Blast Burn. Whatever fits your preference. Yeah. So he, he just burned himself out, didn't he? <laughs> Literally, because he's dying. That's what happens when you put your entire being into one attack. <laughs> so he has his little dying breaths. And, um, yeah, he tells Sora, I'm, like, super, super sorry about the whole Kyrie thing. Uh, Sai says her now. She's in the castle dungeon. Go yeah. She's waiting. <laughs> Uh-huh. Mm. He, and Axel, yeah, he kind of, I mean, in his dying moments of like, hey, we should probably, uh, there's been some miscommunication between our parts. We should clear that up before you disappear forever, homie. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I, so it's a classic, like, oh, the villain's dying. Oh, villain, quotation marks now. But, like, what was your plan all along? And he, he, he basically comes clean of like, um, so there's another guy, uh, he's inside of you, and, uh, he's, like, my really, really best friend, so, <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I want to see him again. Yeah, that was never super clear, like, that was just conjecture on Sykes's part, right, where he says, mm-hmm. like, and I'll stop at nothing to turn you into a heartless, but, like, Axel never said that was his motivation, and, like, mm-hmm. You only ever see Axel and Sora together in, like, this scene and then the Hollow Bastion cutscene where he tells Sora about the organization's plan. So, like, yeah, he was never really after Sora, but, yeah, Sykes is trying to, like, make us think he's, like, this rogue agent who must be stopped, but, like, he's gone for, like, most of the game, so. Bye. What you been up to, Axel? (laughs) <laughs> but yeah that was his whole like uh, I'm gonna steal Kyrie shtick is if I piss Sora off enough maybe he'll turn into a heartless again and that'll free my homie but uh yeah that don't work out so well for you boy 
Yeah. No matter how cute, no matter how cute Axel is. Oh. Yes. He has a little change of heart, though, and he redeems himself, and has a heroic death. No, does he? No. Um, but before he goes, he gives us one last parting thought that it's funny. Sometimes, when I was around him, he made me feel like I really had a heart. Oh. And you make me feel the same. Ah. Uh. <laughs> Blech. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, I uh, uh, something to put in the back pocket for later is I do appreciate that uh, the tangle web of cage stuff that will appear much, 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 much later in the series. Actually, not too much later because we're playing days next. But um, Axel does drop the line of uh, "He was the only one I felt close to," which uh, just uh, just remember that. Well. Uh, you got it memorized? We'll come, we'll come back yeah. later and talk about that. That, and also, yeah, he has this whole spiel about, like, and we'll see it again in a little bit, but this idea of, like, nobody's, do they actually have hearts? Because, like, I feel like I have something in here, but I know mm-hmm. that I don't. Uh, hmm. Hmm. We'll have to revisit that later. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, he's dead. And then, well, yeah. two things. Uh, even before that, Sora gets slap shot as his um, bonus ability, which is weird because I always thought slap shot comes way, 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 way earlier. It does in Cage One. I have the same right. thought every single time of like, I'm getting like adjust glasses. I'm getting slap shot now. <laughs> yeah. So slap shot's just the like quick little upwards hit, right? The <laughs> yeah, it's a little pick pick. Yeah. And, like, it makes no difference at this point in the game, really. Like, <laughs> I don't know why it comes so late. Like, at this point, like, give me a finisher. Like, that's all I really care about. Not, like, this one basic move. I don't know. It's weird. But whatever. We got it. Yeah. I'm um, checking. Okay, okay. This is... And welcome to Final Mix. That's, that's, this is, I'm like, this is why I do my research, just in case. Yep. Um, yes. Uh, in original cage too, so uh, I guess technically international release is what I refer to uh, the PS2 version that we got all all around the world. As yep. uh, you got slap shot after freeing the cornerstone of light from Pete, aka the end of Disney Castle. Uh, but okay. now it's been pushed to uh, why when you could the nobodies from this area, which uh, for fun fact is just called betwixt and between. Uh, I always love that name. Mm. Yeah, so we got that, but also Axel gives us uh, his his memory uh, in the formation of a keyblade, which is Bond the Flame, oh. which is fine. It's one of those spell keyblades along with Mysterious Abyss and Photon Debugger, except this one is for fire, naturally. Um, so I do really like it for grinding wisdom form, which we'll talk about in a little bit. Yeah, strength four, magic four. Eh. If you like Axel, I'm sure this keyblade will do it for you. It's basically Hell just yeah. his chakrams, and then the blade is so cleverly an eight. If you look close enough, yeah, and that's that's pretty much it. <laughs> it's good in my opinion, and by that I mean I just really, 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 really like Axel. 
Uh, but yeah, it's yeah, it's fairly fine. straightforward. Yeah, um, I don't mind. It's it. got the best stats of the elemental keyblades, but it has the, in my opinion, this is very an opinion thing, has the worst boost because I think of th- thunder, blizzard, fire. Fire is the weakest, in my opinion, or I, I would say the least useful. I would say it goes Thunder, Blizzard, Fire when it comes to those, you know, classic three spells. So uh, I think, unfortunately, it has the weakest of the, of the elemental boosts, but the best stats of uh, those three Keyblades. Yeah. Um, yeah, I agree with that. It's just, it's weird to me, like, why give a Keyblade based on Axel when he's, like, relatively not that important and i'm trying to remember because axel was supposed to die permanently at one point but then they brought him back because they realized the fangirls went crazy for him <laughs> and i'm trying to remember if he was supposed to die in chain of memories and then they brought him back for cage two or if he was supposed to die in cage two but then brought him back for the rest of the series mm. i think it was chain of memories because i remember he also has like a weird quasi death scene there um yes but then he shows up in Riku's saga like, ooh, psych, I'm not really dead, guys. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. Because, like, yeah, I imagine they, like, put this Keyblade in because they realize, oh, people really like this guy. Let's make a Keyblade out of him. <laughs> um, Yes, his legacy will burn on. But, yeah, yeah. that's that. Uh, cut to the organization and their white room of liberation where Zigbar and Luxord are... Describing the finer nuances of fate mm-hmm. and how Axel's a big dummy dum dum because his existence exactly. meant nothing and yeah. he died for nothing. <laughs> oh. See, they're technically right, but they're tech, but they're technically uh, it's a. Uh, I think I made the reference last episode too. It's the Falcon Winter Soldier meme of he's out of line, but he's right. <laughs> Mm. Yeah, Zemnis is doing all this weird mumbo jumbo riddle speak of like, oh, he does exist, but he also does not exist. He is a Schrodinger's nobody, if there ever was. And yeah. basically, none of it makes sense. It's just there for exactly. them to sound menacing. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, the uh, the numbers are getting quite a thin now, aren't they? Because it's just Zemnis, uh, Zaldin. Yes, not Zaldin, sorry. Zemnis, Zigbar, Sayex, und Luxord. So, place your bets. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, I think it's just a way of like showing you, all right, here's whoever's left on the table. Uh, get ready for a bunch of boss fights. But, yeah. Now that we've conquered this here in-between uh, room, we can proceed and finally enter that which never was. The world that never was. Ooh. Final world time, baby. Yeah. And she pretty. Yeah. Well, she fancy. But also dank. Yeah. So, as far as, you know, final worlds go... Um, I think this is probably the best in the series. Um, I think so, yeah. It just has so much personality, and it's just so distinct, and, like, it's, like, the opposite of End of the World in, like, almost every way, which is cool. Like, End of the World was just weird and, like, had, like, kind of, like, these, like, organic, like, design. 
Um, and was just this empty and sparse and all heartless, obviously. Whereas here, world mm-hmm. it never was is like modern and industrial and like metropolitan, and it's all nobodies. And it's actually got a lot of people. Like basically, every main character is in this world. Whereas in the yeah. last game, the ending was just um, the boys and then Ansem, pretty much, <laughs> and Chernobog. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. So, yeah, I like how the two endings are different that way, where, like, this very much feels like everything kind of built up to this, and now it's, like, everyone's meeting, and it's the big climactic showdown, whereas one, the ending was, okay, we're here now, I guess, uh, let's run through some rooms, and then, okay, here's the final fight. Um, and there really, really, there wasn't much story in the final world, so. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the really applies to everything we're going to talk about in the next couple episodes, but mm-hmm. it's a good world. It stands out a lot. It's also got, you know, spoiler alert slash not really at all. Um, you know, it's where the secret ending took place for cage one. So it's really yeah. memorable. And the dark, dark city, regard. baby. Made it. Yeah. And yeah, it's just another one of those worlds that's like recurring. It's shown up in some form in most games after this. So that's cool. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Can't say enough good things about it. It's just a cool world. Although it's I do wonder who lives in this city. <laughs> <laughs> who is this for? Like, where did this come from? Who drove that truck? Why did they crash? Mm-hmm. Also, what's why the are... rent, what's the rent like? Yeah, yeah. Um... <laughs> um, like a technically we're in the realm of darkness. Like, what's the property value here? Let's uh, let's be real. Yeah, exactly. Uh, memory skyscraper view. Come on, it's got to be through the roof. Um, God. <laughs> so yeah, we're here. We're in the spot, and Mickey just immediately runs away, like he always does. Yep, <laughs> as he's prone to do. Why would you stay with us? Um, so yeah, uh, the next area is just a bunch of shadow heartless who are no good. Um, yeah for reasons we'll get into a little bit. I always just skip all these guys. I skip all the treasure. I just run right through this next room because it's annoying. But later, it's the perfect... So maybe not... I'll have to compare now that I have this other spot in mind. But it's a great spot to uh, grind wisdom form because it's all the shadows, so you can take them out relatively easily, especially if you equip Bond of Flame and you can just spam fire to take them out. And that's usually how I max out wisdom. Um, so that's cool, but... Yeah, this is, a. Uh, um, I forget if it changes, or how it changes later, but my instinct before the next instance we're about to talk about is to grind the living hell out of everything right now because there's so many shadows. I mean, I could definitely see it for limit form, for valor form. I don't know if I mentioned this, I'm sure I have. Uh, my grinding spot is always the Mushroom Heartless and Agrabah, because you could just wail on it forever and just get a ton of hits. Um, yeah, I guess Wisdom Form definitely, and then I guess you could get some out of limit form, because we're about to come across an area where you just instantly revert back and get all your drive back. Um, yes. So, yeah. Yeah. That, 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 yeah, that's why it's always been a um, pre-game non-post-game grinding spot. I've always just been like, alright, now's the time, and yeah, it's usually the time I 
play a lot of catch-up, so Valor gets maxed out, Wiz will get maxed out, and if you're playing Final Mix Plus, Limit will also get maxed out here. Um, yeah. And also Summons, because I have been highly neglect ne highly neglecting Summons up until now. Ooh. I haven't had really any use for them. I'd rather be super cool-looking Sora, and also with a million goddamn magical abilities. Well, unless you're Valor form. But yeah, um, Valor for hits, you mentioned Wisdom for the Heartless fights, and Limits because you can just spam Limits and upgrade. Um, but yeah, it was mostly Summons for me here. So, and also Stitch, because Stitch is the most adorable of them all. Uh, I realized, yes. uh, or you know, remembered that um, the Summon Gauge levels up by depletion. So when you go through a drive and in a Summon, that's one experience. Uh, and here is a perfect area where you can flip-flop between levels uh, because there's just so many shadows to kill. So mm -hmm. get enough drive, whether it be via getting... It's not getting hit because there's shadows. Just beat them up. Um, I feel like... I'm trying to remember exactly what I did to get a bunch of drive, but all I can say is there are certain instances where you can get a bunch of drive. I think, well, I think magic really like improved my drive gauge. But basically... I would flip between, like, the end of one gauge and the beginning of another. So, like, say, I believe when I was grinding, my drive gauge was 5 once I entered summon form. I would wait until it crossed 5 and got to the top of 4, and then wail on some shadows, and it would constantly flip-flop between being uh, almost depleted 5 and completely, like, uh, full 4, because it would go back and forth between. And every time it goes it goes down, so it goes from one to another... That counts as an experience point. So you can just grind the ever-living hell out of summons in this area right now as well. Mm. So I'm uh, probably not using summons, but I figured I'd get the boys up to the appropriate uh, <laughs> max form. Or, it's you know, still satisfying to max it out. Yeah, Exactly, yeah. So I went and, in and did that because because I could. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, moving forward. We get to Memory Skyscraper. And mm. cutscene ensues. Uh, uh, samurai nobody show up. And yep. they separate Stone and Goofy. Only the one with the blade shall pass. And what? Mysterious figure. Someone from the dark emerges. And he's got keyblades. Ah! Ooh, <laughs> and a clash ensues. <gasps> da -da -da. And but wait, what's this? Now in playable form. Whoa! Yeah. So, so yeah. Final Mix exclusive oh. boss. Yes. For those lamers out there who've only ever played vanilla, uh, this was all just one big cutscene. Uh, which was pretty disappointing, to be honest. <laughs> um, oh, but yeah, I, I I still love it either way. I appreciate the boss fight. It's a it's a favorite fight of mine in terms of story and in terms of mechanics up until a certain degree. But uh, this just made a, a moment that I very much really really enjoy like a thousand times better. Yeah, um, it's a good. So yeah, it's a final makes exclusive fight. And it's probably the hardest in the base game, to be honest. I would think so, yeah. <laughs> uh, so if you get past, if you got this far, congratulations, you'll probably beat the rest of the game. Um, <laughs> so whoever this mysterious character is, I have no idea. Oh, who could it be? 
it's almost like this boss music is same yeah. similar to another song in the game, but nah, that's just crazy talk. <laughs> um, so yeah, right off the bat, Roxas, that's him, uh, just immediately uses a big old whirlwind swipey swipey area effect move. Uh, so you're gonna want to guard immediately. Or yep. use Reflect. I always use Reflect, because then you get those hits back on him, and you can start a little combo-combo of your own. Um, but, yeah, basically, you are on defense this whole fight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> do not pass go. Do not get greedy. Do not try anything funny. You gotta respect the man and his two keyblades, and look for your opening once it comes, because otherwise you're gonna get wrecked, like I was. Because reminder, I'm on critical mode, so that made this hard fight even harder. So, I was about to ask, how uh, how how bad was this for you? Um, uh, honestly, not too bad because I've you know okay. done this plenty of times. Uh, also, yeah. in the data fight, um, probably took me like ten tries ish around there. <laughs> he definitely got me a lot, which is why I always just skip through the past, the previous room, because. That's yeah. where you load if you die, and you'd have to do all those, kill all those hearts, getting it all those chests, and it just don't bother. Um, but yeah, dodge immediately, and then yeah, the first fight is pr- or first phase is pretty manageable. It's just mm-hmm. he kind of dashes towards you if you're too far, and then pulls off a combo, and just block the first hit, and then block the second, and then he'll take a step back and prepare for like another swipey dashy move yeah. so block block wait block again for third and if you block him you like stagger him and he's like what what timing but how crazy <laughs> um so then you can get some um some hits off the important thing is just don't get greedy because if you go for that second finisher with that finishing plus which i know you want to but don't do it, because if you do, he's just going to instantly revenge you and do his little swipey, swipey, spinny counterattack and then summon a few laser beams. Um, unless you're cheeky like me and you do that on purpose so that then he'll retaliate, but then you pull off another reflect to then retaliate the retaliation. There's just so much tallies. I can't even keep track. Uh, I can't. I counter your counter, counter my counter, 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 counter. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yes, it's the, it, I mean, it's exactly like you said, um, conserve all of your MP, do not use magic, just focus on, uh, you yeah. know, I think this is a, this is, this is a good fight to test reflect versus guard. As you'd mentioned, reflect, I mean, reflect is better at the cost of magic. Uh, and also at this point we have reflega. So anytime you are hit during reflect, um, also now that I'm saying reflect, I remember, when I was talking about the summons earlier, it's it's reflect is what I would use. Like proccing Reflego with a summon out would mm, just, give me so much drive back yeah. and summon and help me, you know, do that little exploit I was talking about earlier. But For yes, sure. but here, yeah, especially with Rockus's big, big old chunky wonky swings, and especially when he throws out multiple and the staggering. So yeah, it's, yeah, uh, it's up to you, the player, to decide. But, yeah, and he has one attack where he'll summon lasers around him and then, like, mm-hmm. send them outward. And you can't block the lasers, but you can reflect them. So there are quite a few instances where you definitely want to reflect and not just guard. Um, if you're close, yes. anyways. Um, otherwise, you could just kind of 
avoid that attack by just keeping your distance. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Dodge slash quick run also works good for the lasers. If um, I personally don't try to deflect them. Um, it depends. The wall is the most annoying. Personally, I don't think it's the most annoying laser move in general. The Roxas, he, I, I always refer to him as Sonic because he kind of turns into a ball and and like charges forward, and he's got lasers surrounding him. Yeah. So I usually just dodge roll or quick run through him. It or I usually dodge roll when it gets close because yep. uh, I hate the lasers and I like to prefer uh, conserve my reflect for later. And also, at some point, if you like mess up, uh, I don't want to be n- have negative magic because sometimes you need to pop off a cure. And you're uh, everything's on fire, basically. Yes, exactly. Um, so once you get him down two or three bars, he goes to a second phase, signaled by his desperation move, just uh, floating up into the air and putting on a light show and shooting a bunch of homing lasers at you, which are very annoying. Yes, because you can kind of just outrun them, um, just normally, just like walking if you like hug the edge of the stage. But I found it more efficient to just jump and spam aerial dodge, but that also has kind of weird timing. So with what we have now in terms of our movesets, it's pretty annoying to dodge. Maybe dodge roll also, but it's yeah, kind of pick I... a god and pray. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think there's multiple different ways, and they kind of just they come to the same end result, I feel like it. Like, uh, like you'd mentioned, I, so also for reference, I played through this fight three times. Um, one time I beat it, uh, I restarted my game because I love this fight so much. The second time I did die. Yeah, I'm kind of kicking myself for not keeping a yeah. save of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I keep forgetting. And then, yeah, the third time I, I replayed it again, um, to see, you know, just finagle it, practice. Um, and also I, I just wanted to play it again. So good. Um, but yeah, I tried... I haven't tried aerial dodge because that terrifies that tire that t- that terrifies me. But I've tried mm. quick run and dodge roll. Dodge roll and run are kind of the same. Mm. Like you'll get the same result. You'll probably survive seventy five percent of the attack. The last leg might knock you up a little bit. Quick run, I've never seen help because the they still home in on you, and quick run always has that. And then that's the better. Well, that's the quick run versus dodge roll. Quick run, you cover more of a distance. But you have more end lag, so mm-hmm. that that little, you know, little spinny uh, spin at the end, spinny spin pirouette. end at the end, and the orbs are like, "Hello, friend," and you'll just get boo 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 booed, and yeah. uh, it'll hurt a lot. And you can't get anywhere near Roxas during this move, so don't think about cutting through the center of the circle. Oh, I tried it, yeah, and no, uh, you just get messed up because <laughs> exactly, he's invincible, yeah. so don't bother. Um, yeah, yeah, that's one of the bigger moves for sure because yeah if you get locked into one laser you're gonna get locked in them all and you're probably gonna get down to one hp and then oh lord he coming <laughs> mm-hmm. so usually i panic limit form at this point like if i'm ever in critical health because uh, you get your health back and then also you keep healing with any of your limits but even those have a spotty track record because a lot of his attacks out prioritize limits so you'll just get hurt even more <laughs> um so yeah, in the second phase, he's just super aggro, um, but same principle applies of block twice, wait, block again, then you have your opening. Um, he's just got a few extra tricks up his sleeve. 
Uh, the main one being <laughs> when he just starts flying at you and just like spinning the keyblades like some sort of chainsaw. <laughs> I'm coming for you. I still don't know what to do at that point. I just panic every time. Like the, when I won, he didn't do that attack, so I just lucked mm-hmm. out basically. <laughs> yeah, I it's just like panic. It, 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 no, you're, you're, it's a thousand percent right. Continuous. It's like a second version of continuous swing. Can I? I looked, so I, I I delved into like the moves again because I should be doing this uh, for the boss fights. Continuous swing is just basically everything that isn't whirlwind swing, and that is like a regular attack. So. Uh, there's no good description <laughs> for it. It's basically everything. It's basically when he goes true anime swordsman. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And also, it doesn't help once we get to this phase, because now he adds lasers to his regular combo in various yes. degrees. And, uh, lazy beam hurt. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so... Yeah, through reflect spamming limit form and just I don't know getting in combos at the right moment I managed to to prevail but I can never consistently get off the reaction command in this fight which is such a shame because it's such a cool reaction command but I don't know what prompts it yeah (laughs) um me neither I think it's just a chance um I will well while we're talking miles while we're talking about it I will double check to see, but when I was doing my research beforehand, I think that was also true. There was no yeah, like definitive, I was assumed... like, here's how to proc the reaction command. It kind of just happens at some point. Yeah, I just figured it would be, like, if you, like, successfully guard his attack and then, like, he does that stagger animation. Oh, he's open to, like, grab his keyblades and then kick his ass. But no, like, <laughs> I couldn't even tell you the last time I got this reaction command, like, on my own, so that's always just yeah. Funny. Uh, I got it the the first time and the third time. The first time, I I still so for reference for, for anyone, uh, it is exactly like the samurai reaction command. It's almost like the samurai is a Roxas's nobodies mm. or is like his minions basically. But yes, it's a a wonderful cinematic moment. But and also like dual stance, you must be ever flipping through the command menu and select the end. The millisecond it shows up. Um, I'm not sure what the difference between this getting the end here and versus a samurai with dual stance, but I know the timing on this one is 0.8 seconds to hit the end. And uh, if you don't, you don't, you get messed up. If you do, you steal Roxas's keyblades, and it's a wonderful moment. Uh, Uh, But yeah, the first time I did it, I actually didn't even get to swing them. He really was like, mm, I don't like that. And I just got blasted with lasers. Uh, oh, yeah. He's still he, by no means a pushover. If anything, oh, yeah. he's more dangerous. <laughs> uh, uh, yes, because now he has no keyblades, so it's just all laser beam attacks. Um, yeah. So it's, uh, like you had mentioned earlier, even here, like, you do, you do not flip on the aggro switch. You have to wait for an opening, and then once you get that opening, you'll be fine. That's what I did my third time, is I... I waited around a little bit. I saw my chance. I, I think I zoomed into him, and then I uh, decimated his butthole. But the first time, yeah, I got hit with laser so much. And so after after time has passed, uh, he'll steal him back. Uh, you uh, prompt reversal, like on the Dusks. Uh, but you lose the you lose the Oathkeeper in Oblivion. Um, and you also don't get hit. So yeah, don't get hit. Um, 
but yeah, it's a uh, it's very very fun. The keyblades do a lot of damage. They're very very flashy, but yeah. you still cannot let your guard down. Yeah, for sure. So once you beat him, you get a combo master ability. Yep. which lets you carry on your combo even if you don't hit an enemy, which I never really find useful, but it's cool it's there, I guess. Um, but you also get a big flashy cutscene, which is what people normally saw in the international version. Um, so big, flashy anime sword fight. Very exciting. Um, Sora asks, who are you? Someone from the dark. Riku? <gasps> No. <laughs> I defeated the Riku once. Once. <laughs> uh, um, and then he does the awesome dragging the keyblades on the ground. They leave the sparks behind. It's exactly how the cutscene plays out. Um, exactly. One to one. But yeah, it's. Uh, we don't see many highly choreographed cutscenes like this in the game so this is a this is a real treat and a half right now yeah for sure especially you know like keyblade on keyblade action it's good stuff yeah um yeah you um <laughs> there's the part where they like leap into the air well i guess even before that um rox is like why why do you pick you uh and then they fight some more and then they jump in the air uh, cool mid-air Clash, and then <laughs> Sora falls to the ground. But I guess Roxas can just fly now. <laughs> Maybe. Which I guess it makes sense. I guess he just maxed out his glide. So yeah. I guess canonically he could have that ability. But it does just look weird because he's just standing up in the air, floating, literally just having a conversation. Because then he's like, ah, I see. So that's why. Even though, like, you're the one who's, like, flying in midair right now. Like, <laughs> you are the one demonstrating more skill. But whatever. Uh, I always presumed he's talking about Diz as, like, you know, his would-be assassin to take out the organization. Um, I guess he could be talking about the Keyblade. That's in the Keyblade. Yeah. So like, I've always taken this... He? <laughs> Does Keyblade have pronouns? You tell me. Uh, I've always taken this, and to be fair, I'm also double checking just to just just to make sure. Um, but I feel like hmm. <sighs> well, doesn't like Rico have the directed. same line? Like, why did Maybe. the Keyblade choose you, but to Roxas? Mm-hmm. So, it, like, yeah, it feels like it's, like, a flip on that. Like, why did he choose you? But it's, like, well, yeah. who's he? <laughs> yeah, I, I've cool? always taken it at, as who was chosen to exist. Like, as Rox is, at, th- at this point, uh, in the in the story, I mean, we'll talk about it much later on, but Roxas is basically s- salty that Sora's the one that gets to live his life, and he's basically chosen, you know, he has to, he forms part of Sora, so he can't exist anymore, and this is kind of his... Weird little revenge moment, but uh, uh, that's why I, I always taken it as: Why do you get to live? Why do I basically fade into non-existence? Yeah, um, that's fair. And and also, small side note: uh, for cinematic purposes, I used uh, Kingdom Key during this fight. Uh, and also, and well, to be fair, part of this cutscene changes it to Kingdom Key. Um, 
at least in the international version, I believe. But uh, also, for Final Mix, uh, King of King is actually very good because of damage control, and that's how I stayed alive a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. I did the exact opposite, and I went for the aesthetic, and I used Sweet Memories just to piss off everyone. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> well, usually I use Decisive Pumpkin, and like that's another one where... Because there's a lot of close-up shots of the Keyblade, so it looks pretty silly. But I was like, you know what? Let's take yeah. this even further. Let's use the fucking Pooh Keyblade going yes. on. Yes. <laughs> oh, so much power. I usually, uh, in a regular playthrough, either Bond of Flame or Sleeping Lion here. But I chose Kingdom Key. Yeah. For the aesthetic, and, all, and surprisingly, it turned out to be a great strategy. Yeah, that's fair. So... Yeah, it's time for the closing blows. Roxas has Sora on the edge. He knocked the keyblade out of his hand. Oh no, Sora's going for the keyblade. Is he going to get it in time? Oh no, Roxas, he stuck his keyblade in the other keyblade. Sora can't get to it. But what's this? Oh yeah, Roxas forgot like the most basic thing that you do with the keyblade, which is... You can recall it. <laughs> yeah, when it's far away, you can just get it to warp to you instantly. And, like, it's not what? even, like... Yeah. He, like, goes as far as it's, like, comical. Oh, what? You can yes. do that? <laughs> like, it... <laughs> you're, like, it, shooting it's... all these lasers. You have two keyblades. You can, like, control them telepathically. But getting it to, like, flash to your hand, that's... It's, like, pointing a laser pointer at a cat. Like, that's just the thing that just blows their little mind. <laughs> Exactly, yes. So, uh... Um, oh. he, he acts like it's such an insult to his honor. Like, excuse me? Um, I, I also kind of... I mean, these are kind of very crockpot theories of a, of, a, of a very young mind, but I always thought that him stabbing, or just, like, holding... De- like, uh, having, like, the Oathkeeper uh, point between, like, the handguard me- meant Sora couldn't recall it. But I realize as an adult, that means absolutely nothing. I mean, that would make more sense, yeah, but no. (laughs) Um, So yeah, and basically, Sora just kind of sucker punches him. Like, it feels like a very dishonorable uh, win, because he recalls it and then just instantly, like, stabs him. (laughs) Yeah. It's not like he, like, you know, got the best of him. He just surprised him. And then... Roxas is like, I see. He like basically admits like you are the better one. It's like, no, he just kind mm-hmm. of tricked you, but okay, whatever. Don't um, mess with street rats. <laughs> bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so we get another we get a dream within a dream. Cause then it yes. cuts to Roxas's afterlife slash limbo slash metaphysical plane. Where yeah. he's talking to Axel on the clock jow tower and basically they're just talking about how much they love each other and that's mm-hmm. that's pretty much it <laughs> big gay vibes love to see it yeah and i don't know i don't really know what's going on here it's <sighs> yeah this is um it's interesting but this is and also this is final mix exclusive for the for international mix yeah it just says Roxas fall to his knees and the cutscene plays out per normal but yeah this is just kind of a way to interject um I guess technically Axel is dead. Roxas is. Yeah, I guess been they like dead this entire time, but is dying yeah. again. I guess it's the just idea a... is. Yeah. I forget who mentions it. I think it's the organization. Um, but like Axel came in contact with Sora's heart, so maybe Sora like carried a little little vestige of Axel when he f- 
faded away, and then something like that. Yeah, like this is their heart. This is their hearts in quote in, in big air quotes. Yeah, their hearts interact exactly. with each other <laughs> one last time. Yeah. So whatever, we'll take it. But yeah, it's just a big, yeah. a big bromance moment. I'll see you on the other side. You take care. Right back at you, buddy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I missed you so much. I'm a wreck without you. <laughs> um. Yeah, Roxas goes on, but then Axel just kind of... Well, we don't really know what happens to him, do we? <laughs> yep. But, uh... Uh, so yeah, back to the dream... The level one dream, anyway. Uh, yes. Sora's over, filing his nails. Like, okay, are you done yet? Okay, cool. Um, can you just die now so I can be out of here? Thank you. Uh, Roxas gives him the parting words. You make a good other. And then he collapses. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's my face. Um, or sorry, he collapses. Then he says, you make a good other. And then flashback. Whoa, back to reality. Yeah. Oh, there goes gravity. Oh, there goes my oh. keyblades. Oh, there goes my duck. Um, <laughs> what happened? <laughs> uh, Garsora, you just started freaking out, and then we had to take out them nobodies all by ourselves. Maybe you could lift a hand sometime. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Donald, of course, roasts him for being too tired or whatever. Yeah. But, um, oh, you're probably just tired. Yeah. But I love the part where um, Sora's like, oh, that guy, he attacked me. He said he defeated Riku. <laughs> and I love when Donald comes over and he's like, but no one can defeat Riku. And like his little face that he makes. <laughs> yeah, it's it's, uh, it's it's kind of Donald's regular face, but I, I think it's his regular character model talking. But he's looking directly at Sora, so his eyes are kind of looking like at the top, uh, like, those people's, like, the top of his eyes. He's like, mm. well, no one could defeat Riku. Uh, yeah. Despite the fact that we beat Riku last game, let's not get into that. <laughs> um, it's yeah. kind of like a Sora, it's Sephiroth moment where, I don't know, <laughs> nothing about it. I don't know how often the word Riku comes out of Donald's mouth in a voice cutscene. Not very often. If ever, <laughs> besides this one instance, maybe that's what always stands out to me. But yeah, just like yeah, Goofy Donald says Duck it quite often. saying Riku. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Riku and Kari uh, <laughs> happens more often than Donald saying. That's true. Uh, Donald, I think, I think Don- Goof says Riku more often than Donald. Much more often, I feel like Donald says Kyrie more often than Goofy mm. does, perhaps as well. All right, there's got to be a Crackbot spreadsheet. Theory? Or some sort of infographic yeah. out there somewhere. I'm just like, how often each character says each other character's name? <laughs> Sora. Donaldo. Goofy. <laughs> um, yeah, so we did it. Yay! Let's keep Woo-hoo. going. But we get one last reward, which is uh, as people's favorite. It is the Two Become One Keyblade. Baby! Which, as opposed to the Axel Keyblade, this is the Roxas Keyblade. And this is also yep. Final Mix exclusive. It's one of two Final Mix exclusive Keyblades. And, yeah. yeah, I mean, can't really complain. It's a nice design. It's just Roxas's motifs of, like, spiky, and it's kind of got, like, some nobody design to it. 
and it's black and mm-hmm. white. And I think his the charm is his little um, zipper charm for the keychain. Yes, if I is. remember. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's just a nice design. Most people use this for the rest of the game. Uh, can't fault them for that. And yeah. stat wise, it's it's good. Five strength, four magic. Mm-hmm. And then finally, it's got a very particular ability. Uh, yes. which, uh, why don't you uh, why don't you tell us about that there ability? So, uh, it's a very unique ability. One could say oh. it is oh, like the Keyblade itself. It is Final Mix exclusive, and it increases the user's chance of turning into anti-form. And oh no! Perhaps another form as well. There is another. <laughs> one final form, one mm, could say. Yeah, but I think. Yeah. I think we should. So, uh, I think we should tease that for next time. Gasp! Leave them on tethers, because this was the last thing I did um, in this play session. That's um, <laughs> fine. Yeah, it's but, perfect. Yeah, good Keyblade. Very situational in terms of ability. So basically, don't use dry forms in this Keyblade because it'll probably yeah. just screw you over. <laughs> <laughs> I made the mistake of doing the falling boss fight using this, and I was like, oh, crap. Oh, Not that no. I needed Triforce, but I was like, oh, I was like, uh, I switched to Bond of Flame. Uh, we'll talk. We'll go into it next week, but yeah, I switched back. I switched to Bond of Flame, and I was like, you know what? For the boss fight, let me change it up, and I was like, oh, crap. <laughs> yeah, that'll do it. Um, so yeah, no, it's a great Keyblade. Uh, very, very fancy, very fitting for the final world, mm-hmm. so... Yeah, we're yeah. making out like bandits over here. So bang, bang, bang. And I guess also we got a secret answer report number eight. Whoa, it doesn't matter oh, yes. until we do the answer they're, episode. Whoa. They're, they're handing them out like candy at this point. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, where we last left off, we are on the precipice of the final stronghold. So, mm-hmm. we are going to end it here with that climactic boss in mind. But next week... We storm the castle, <laughs> where even more plot will unfold, and oh. more revelations will be revealed. So stay tuned, because it's all going down in the castle that never was. So I think we're going to split it up uh, between... So we have four more fights left, four more bosses in this world. I think we're going to do two bosses per episode. So for next mm-hmm. episode, we will go up until the Luxord fights. That is our Timberry roadmap. I think that should do just fine because there's a lot of plot I... in between. Correct. There's not a lot of world, <laughs> but there is, uh, you know, hey, hey, guys, we finally found the plot joke that we've made 50 million times at this point. Yeah. But truly, we have finally found the plot. Yeah. So... Yeah. Stay tuned. All yeah. that and more. Wait. And a bag of chips. In the meantime, do the things you can. Uh, rate, review, and subscribe on your podcast platform of choice. You mm-hmm. can refer a friend who also likes Kingdom Hearts and also likes the ending of Kingdom Hearts because that's where we're yeah. at. It's the big ending bonanza. Here's the good part. Come and... join us, Sora. <laughs> and you can also email us at khbhpodcast at gmail.com that's khbhpodcast at gmail.com 
Uh, let yeah. us know your thoughts on all the exciting ending stuff. Uh, tell us, tell us, tell us, tell us. Yeah, it's most people's favorite part of this game, understandably so. Yeah. So, yeah. But of course, <laughs> there's there's so much more in store. So even though we're getting close to the end, in a lot of ways, it's just the beginning. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, this mm-hmm. game is so long. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean... <sighs> I'll be curious to see what the final episode count is, because we're actually, we are getting close to our anniversary mark, so I hope you got me something nice. <laughs> but yeah, I we... think, uh, yeah, if, if, so this is episode 48, uh, for those who aren't looking at the title at this very instance, how could you? So we do, we do one, the first half of the first, the first, the first half of the second third of The World That Never Was... <laughs> Uh, after that'll be 50. I think well, part of our reunion might be, uh, 52. Well, I guess 53 would cover the 57, we'll figure the it 52nd out. week, but yeah. Um, we'll, we'll space it out. We'll, we'll try to match it up with something big. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we're, we're, we're just getting started, baby. So yeah, stay tuned for next week where we'll get into even more of the organization's hidey hole to, to flush out these rats and murder them for kidnapping Kyrie. How dare they? We're taking the fight to them. I've had enough of this. I'm out for blood. They've got no HR. How do they even function? Because <laughs> oh, they're not seriously. human! <laughs> uh, yeah, that'll do it, everybody. To the uh, magical staircase of light in a way that Sora just has the power to create for some reason now. Whatever. <laughs> It's fine. Listen, hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Light. Basically. Case closed. <laughs> All right. Bye-bye, right. everyone. Bye, guys. <laughs>